0: And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash Wire. That's harrys.com slash Wire for a $3 trial set. The Links and Locks Podcast. podcast. Better than most.
1: Better than most.
0: Better than. <laughs> winner, winner, trick it yes. down! Yes, Four!
1: You got real talent. Don't concentrate on golf. What's going on, everybody? And welcome to another edition of the Links and Locks Best Bets podcast presented by Bet365. I'm Jason Sobel from the Action Network. He is Ben Everill back with us after missing last week due to travel constraints been from oh. golf bed of course and uh, before we get into this week's bmw championship the second of three fedex cup playoff events playing 18 holes making 18 bets as we do every single week during the pga tour season a reminder the links and locks podcast is proudly presented by bet 365 the world's favorite sportsbook brand sign up with promo code action a c t i o n to get bet 365's exclusive sign up offer Bet $1 on any game, get $200 in bonus bets, must be 21 or older. Offer available in Colorado, New Jersey, Ohio, Virginia, and Iowa in the U.S. Gambling problem? Call or text 1 800 Gambler. Benny, fresh off a week in Memphis. Uh, I just got home. You just got to Chicago for the BMW Championship, which we'll talk about in a second. It is Lucas Glover's world. The rest of us are just living in it. He has now won twice. Put himself perhaps inside uh, that that twelve man roster to make the U.S. Ryder Cup team. A lot of good things happening for him. Um, I saw you in the airport at about four forty five this morning. You're looking even worse now. So we'll get into yeah. our favorite skincare to use later in the show as we uh, are coming off a hot week in Memphis. Uh, you and I had a good time there. We had an even better time, maybe in Arkansas, I guess.
2: Yeah, it was not bad crossing the border. We might have found some place to have a little bit of after hours enjoyment. Um some of us might have done better than others. That might be you rather than me, but that was all right. It was still a bit of fun. Uh, and you know if look, you're gonna put I it that there. way, hang on,
1: hang on. You say after hours enjoyment <laughs> like we went to the casino guys, it's, I, I don't know what I don't know what people are gonna think when they hear like, Oh, we went for after hours enjoyment and Sobel did pretty well. It was the casino, guys. And, and by the way, sitting next to a celebrity dad while playing cards was a good time i i won't i won't give up the name unless you guys really want to know you can ask me next time
2: It's pretty cool um yeah good fun uh the only problem being we uh were looking for the mighty matildas the australian women's soccer team in their <laughs> in their clash and they couldn't find the channel for us to watch that epic epic battle against france which the aussies obviously won and and now they're going to win against England in the semi-final and get all the way to the final of the World Cup. That'll be fun. Um, heard it here first. We'll, the underdogs will get up again. And look, I feel bad that everybody missed my nine out of nine picks last week. Everybody ah, able come to on. Get on the pie. <laughs> uh, well, I want to say I did have, and I told you beforehand, I did have Cam Davis having another good week. So, But I also had another Aussie doing well who didn't do so good. So there
1: you go. It was Jason Day. There are only two in the field. You don't have to disguise (laughs) it at all. We all know who you're picking. Uh, By the way, nothing better than a Women's World Cup game on at, what, two in the morning central time? And the TV is up above us at the the tables, and uh, the pit boss says, no, sorry, can't change it. What what do you mean? Like, we don't even know (laughs) what's on right now. Some of the TVs had nothing on. I mean, like, they were like, (laughs) no, sorry, we just have, like, You know, a a blank screen instead can't put the game on for you. Benny is a very mild mannered guy, great to hang out with, but uh, he was getting a little perturbed at the lack of attention we were getting to put the game on.
2: (laughs) I just can't believe that you, like, you know, you can't get live sport, a World Cup to boot, uh, you know, in somewhere that's got a million screens. (laughs) I did like, I will say, uh, listeners, that my man here, Jason Sobel, he did his best. We walked through that casino, we found an unmanned sports book that had been shut down. We tried uh, aimlessly to try to change a few channels manually. Apparently, televisions don't allow you to do that anymore. You must have the remotes. Uh, we couldn't find said remote, so we had yeah, to retreat we tried. I mean, we were
1: literally trying hotel. to set up the TV. I, there is no way you and I were talking about this afterwards. There's a TV at a casino <laughs> yes. in Arkansas. That is never going to get fixed because they're never going to figure out what we did to it. And I didn't try to, I'm just trying to get the channel. I'm just trying to figure stuff out at three o'clock in the morning, but we didn't get it. But in any case, a uh, good week in Memphis. Lucas Glover outlasts Patrick Cantley in a playoff that, uh, quite frankly, was almost over before it started. Patrick Cantley, who I thought had the advantage, spent about 20 minutes on the range hitting balls. Lucas Glover finished after him, didn't get a chance to hit any balls on the range. They go out to the 18th tee for the first playoff hole and Cantlay promptly hits one directly into the water and wound up uh, having the same line, getting a read off of Glover's birdie putt. Glover misses, Cantlay somehow missed. That ball probably should have gone in, took a weird turn at the end, but Lucas Glover is your winner for a second straight week. All right, Uh, Benny, we might as well get right into our picks for this week's BMW Championship. You're at Olympia Fields the last time a tournament was held there was the BMW three years ago. John Rahm and Dustin Johnson, two of only five players who broke bar for the week at four under John Rahm wound up winning that one in a thrilling playoff. I've heard it might not be as difficult this week. Some rain in the area, softening things up just a little bit.
2: Yeah, I right, uh, just stopped uh, a minute ago, an absolute belting thunderstorm that poured down for, 45 minutes to an hour. Really heavy rain, um, really saturated this area here at Olympia Fields. Um, not that long ago. Now the forecast says that you know after today and tonight, where there will be some more rain, that that'll be it, and the sun will be out for the rest of the week. But the amount of rain that just hit in the last hour, uh, that's hard for you know any course to overcome, uh, no. unless we get unless we get, you know, 90, 100 degree days three days in a row uh, in the lead up coming up after this. Um, so we'll be a little soft underfoot. I'm certain there'll be, uh, some ability for the players that, especially early in the week, to potentially go lower than we did three years or, or three years ago in this tournament. So I have to keep that in mind, um, you know, by Sunday, maybe it'll be a little firmer and harder, but, but definitely softening up as we speak. And as I said, maybe more thunderstorms in the next few hours as well, before starting to clear up Tuesday onwards
1: i don't like it make it stop benny <laughs> I'd I like to, especially after
2: we had those swampy conditions uh last week i mean you talked about lucas i mean you know literally putting his hands in the in the ice buckets or the water buckets okay. between holes so that he wouldn't sweat because he doesn't wear a glove um you know it was just swampsville usa down there last week uh, i'd like us to you know just have some nice clear Mildish but warm, you know, like you know, 70s to 80, that's fine. We can have a little bit of warmth. Let's just get rid of the swamp and uh, see what happens. And yeah, last time was awesome. Um, you know, you mentioned Ram and DJ with those epic long putts at the end of the tournament, uh, before Ram got it done. Uh, excitement, excitement all around. So, hopefully, we'll get some sort of similar excitement this week, you know.
1: By the way, last Memphis mention here, but I gotta get into it real quick. We had some rendezvous barbecue on the range early in the week. Very, very good, but the play was Gus's Fried Chicken. If you haven't been to Gus's, if you're in the Memphis area, Gus's Fried Chicken. I I ate there four days in a row. I, I like I'm I've gained ninety three pounds since I <laughs> went away to Memphis, and I feel no shame or guilt. Uh, but I've got some good skincare products. We'll tell you about those in uh, just a little bit from Caldera because uh, I'm going to need it after eating all that grease. But uh, i tell you what, it was worth it. Gus's Fried Chicken, fully endorsed. If they'd like to sponsor the pod as well, I'm sure that uh, we can see what we can do. But uh, fantastic chicken. It was a little hot for Benny. <laughs> yes, I got there buddy. on the last
2: day with you. I'm a little bit of a wuss when it comes to spice and heat and whatnot, but I did enjoy it, even though for some reason I couldn't open the front door for a while, <laughs> even it was wide open. Uh, I felt like the, uh, the kid in the old Far Side Comics at the Midvale School for the Gifted uh where it says um Paul and he's pushing on the door I think that was me for a little while at the end of a, a long and swampy week um but yeah look let me get into this week get my first pick off the way out of the way and look you already started to talk about this man my first outright pick is a bet 365 boosted player boosted all the way to 12 to 1 plus 1200 which is much better than you can get in other places and that is Patrick Cantley. um uh, I think he's you know, number he was number one in Strokes game T Green last week. Uh just absolutely brilliant on Sunday. He's fifth in that metric on the season. That is another it's another T Green week, just like last week. It's what's gonna need to be done at Olympia Fields, it's what was done there last time. Uh look, he had one loose swing, you mentioned it to open the playoff. Otherwise he's played brilliantly. He's the two time defending champion in this event, albeit not at this course. He played this course in twenty twenty, you know, and Look, I might have been speaking to people inside the camp as well this morning.
1: Yeah, I was going to ask you, Benny, what did you learn in the security line at the airport this morning?
2: (laughs) Well, I was just talking with his team, and uh, one of the things that that was spoken about is how he really drew a line in the sand leading into last week um, with his focus and concentration. Not that happy with his season thus far. Uh, Things sort of getting in the way uh, with everything that's happening around the tour this year. Uh, he said, "Look, this is it." He, uh, Patrick Henley said, "I'm I'm done with this. Let's get to work. Let's get it done." He spent over three hours on the range uh, in early in the week, making sure he was completely locked in, and that was proven by his performance after that. So, look, the last two wins in the BMW, he showed he can win both ways too. He uh, at Caves Valley, he was number one in putting, destroyed I think Bryson in that 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 year. Last year, he was the teeter green leader at Wilmington. He can play all around, doesn't matter what he needs. He always comes good at the playoffs. So I think you've got to have a look at that Bet365 boost, as I said, 12 to 1.
1: I like that, and I will be telling you about Patrick Cantlay later in the podcast. Oh, you know what that means. Yeah, that's right. All right, I'm going to start out with my favorite long shot on hole number two, as I often do on the podcast, and I'm not going too deep, but this is actually a pretty good number. Um, We've seen winners of 125 to 1. Brian Harmon, 80 to 1 or 90 to 1 for Lee Hodges at the 3M. Uh, according to golfods.com, their, their archives, Lucas Glover, 60 to 1 each of the last two weeks. Although I feel like you could have gotten him at some bigger numbers in other books uh, that were around there. So uh, I know some places had Lucas as high as 90 to 1 for the FedEx St. Jude this past week. So, uh, moral of the story if you've been betting some big numbers, you've at least been on the right scent, giving yourself a chance over the last few weeks. I am not going to the very bottom of the board, but this is more of like a mid tier long shot with, you know, only 50 players in the field. Corey Connors played some nice golf, especially on Sunday this past week, shot a 65, uh, finished in a share of sixth place, but he did it in a more Denny McCarthy way than a Corey Connors way, which is to say he did most of the damage with his flat stick and not with his driver and irons. Now, Corey Connors is a guy that's known as a very good iron player, an elite level iron player, but. He's actually been better really over the last year and a half, two years. He's probably been better with the driver. There's a lot of sense that uh, this is going to be a first shot golf course. I hosted my Sirius XM PGA tour radio show with my buddy, Will Haskett, who was on the grounds in Memphis and we'll be on the grounds in Chicago. And we already started talking about it a little bit. And uh, that's what he thinks at least is uh, a first shot golf course this week at Olympia fields. So you've got to hit driver long and straight to succeed on this one. Corey Connors does that uh, underratedly and about as well as just about anyone out there. So at 50 to one, I think Corey Connors makes for a really nice uh, semi long shot play this week, Benny.
2: All right. Yeah. Like, as you said, I think the important part there is played really well last week without the best part of his game going well. So if he can bring his usual stuff and marry those together, absolutely. You could see some value there. Or on a third hole, I'll give you my long shot inverted commas here. Because when I say that, just like you, it's really just a mid-tier. And I don't even know if you can call it mid-tier at 28-to-1. But uh, I'm going to give you that. And well, after hearing what Will had to say, you man know, mean Will Haskett. Maybe I'm a little hesitant. But huge finish last week. Played his way into this week. Minus five in his last six holes to make it here to Chicago. Looking to get to a record 10th straight tour championship. Has work to do. 15th tee to green on the season. them on approach. T3, the last time we played here at Olympia Fields, and that's Hideki Matsuyama. Hmm. I think there's enough in Hideki's game, except for the one thing that it was letting him down at parts is off the tee. had a few squirrely ones off the tee during last week, but yet managed to pull it back together by the end of the week, make a huge run late, and get himself here to Chicago. Um, I think he's really happy with what he did. I was speaking to his longtime interpreter and mate, uh, during last week, and he said, you know, he wants to get he wants to get all the way. But once he got over this bubble, once he got to Chicago, now he feels like great, awesome house money. I'm going after it. So he loves he loves the course. As I said, he played well at it three years ago. So Hideki Matsuyama could be a quote unquote long shot this week.
1: You snuck a good little trivia question in there, Benny, because I I don't know if you had told me which player has made the tour championship the most years in a row. I, I don't know that I was coming up with Hideki's name. That's a good little trivia question there.
2: Yeah. He's looking for 10, a record 10th straight.
1: Hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. All right. Uh, Completely uh <laughs> makes sense. And uh yeah, I like Hideki is as, as well this week. All right. I'm going to go to the fourth hole and look I all. I can tell you is if you had Tommy Fleetwood outright this past week, <laughs> it probably wasn't the first time that you had Tommy Fleetwood outright in a PGA tour event. And my guess is when he stood over that 23 footer for birdie, to get into the playoff on the 18th hole, you weren't exactly holding your breath. I I don't know. Like, look, this is the criticism of Tommy. It's just that he continues to find bigger and better, or maybe bigger and worse, ways to not win PGA Tour events. I won't even say lose, just not win. I, I mean, he's seen so many close calls now. So based on that, I'm taking Tommy Fleetwood. For yet another top five, I'm sure he won't be happy with that because he's trying to go out there and win golf tournaments. But he's been top five in three of his last six starts. In fact, also has a sixth place finish in there where he just missed by one. But plus three seventy five for a top five on Tommy, which we used to talk about top five Tony when Tony Finau wasn't winning golf tournaments. Uh, Maybe it's become top five Tommy now instead.
2: Yeah, I just I feel for the people that like you know use their heart with Tommy. It, it, I, I'm sitting there watching him thinking it's got to be this time. It's got to be this time. It reminds me of how I've, I've been a long time with a lot of Australians, as you know. I'll always go with the Aussies, even if there's a little something missing. Uh, I just it's got to happen at some point. But it does it like does it really? So then maybe that you just got to keep sitting on that top five, top ten, trying to take some coin that way. And then, you know, sure, you might be on the top five and he wins and you miss out on that, you're still collecting and then it'll open the floodgates hopefully. So definitely top five rather than the winning equity is the way to go with Fleetwood until he proves otherwise. Um, yeah. You know, it's it's just a shame because he's so much better than a player with zero wins. You know, Like he's clearly yeah. the best guy without a tour win. And look, that's selling short. We know he's won multiple, multiple times on the GP World Tour. I'm not selling that short at all. He's clearly a world-class player, done plenty in the game. Um, but it just seems that there's that little psychological edge on getting the one done on the on the PGA tour and hopefully hopefully that comes soon. So I don't have him on my card this week, but it's definitely if I was it would be, you know, five or ten rather than win. So we'll rock with that with you. I'll give you my top five play then. He talks about um, you know, accuracy and and, and this bloke's robotic robotic when it comes to accuracy and he's finally starting to show some good form too. Look, he was T six last week there in Memphis. He was sixth in the in the field in T Green last week. He's, he was second in scrambling last week, which was great for him. When he does, if he does miss, 24th tee degree on the season, 16 strokes gain total, plus 750 for a top five is Sungjae Im. I think yeah. Sungjae is rounding into some form. Uh, this is the type of place I feel like it could really suit him if he has, if he's firing on all cylinders. He he hits it plenty long enough, and he hits it straighter than most guys. I mean, look, he's not as he's not as long as Rory or not as long as Rahm, but He's hitting it plenty long enough. (laughs) And if it's in the fairway every time, uh, then he's going to give himself more chances. I liked what I saw last week, as I said, not just that he was moving up the leaderboard and gave himself a chance, but that when he did miss, his scrambling was spot on. That's what gives me uh, hope that he can be a top five contender, plus 750 this week.
1: Yeah, I walked with Sanjay's group uh, a handful of different times on Friday, Saturday, and even a little on Sunday. And I like what I saw from him. I I think he's on the verge of putting it all together uh so i will go with sixth all i will mix some things around and move my sunjay play up to here and you've got to look around and this is why we shop as as we like to tell you because just at bet 365 alone sunjay to finish top 20 is minus 143 yet if you look at the player finishing position bets sunjay 20th or better is minus 120 And so you're getting a nice little value on Sanjay in the player finishing position market than if you'd only bet him to finish top 20 in a 50-man field. So again, look around. There's lots of little things, uh, little ways you can get a leg up on some of the different books out there this week. But I think Sanjay, uh, again, to finish in the top 40% of the field this week, yeah, sign me up.
0: Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set.
2: All right, let me go a little bit quirky here because, as you said, we've got only 50 guys. It's not. Like, I'm not going to give you a, plus, uh, a top 40 play this week. I'm not going to give you a you know no. a minus 300 and 3,500 top 40 play. But I'm going to give you a weird, quirky one. Uh, we had one. We had it last week. We had it last time we were here. Plus 400. Yes to a playoff. We're going to have another playoff in the playoffs. It's going to be close. We've got 50 guys. They're all in. You're not all in form, but a, a good. Section of them are in form. They're trying to gain momentum into East Lake. I don't see a blowout win here. I see things being close. Um, you know, I see us getting some more bonus golf. So four to one, yes to a Don't put the house on it or anything like that. But, you know, it's just one of those fun ones. I think uh, I think it might happen again.
1: Okay. Uh, I like that. Last time, like I said earlier, John Rahm defeated Dustin Johnson, I believe, on the fourth playoff hole. That was a really good playoff, by the way. I hope they show that. Yeah on golf channel or somewhere this week where you can go back and watch it. And I'm sure it's on YouTube, find it on on, online as well. But uh, yeah, that was a really good playoff there Uh, at the end of 2020, which was a trying year uh, in sports and golf for the whole world and uh, everything in between. So, all right, getting to my eighth hole, another player who played pretty well last week. And I, I, I like how the dynamic is changing for Max Homa. So for much of Max Homa's last three, four years, The narrative was whenever this guy contends, he wins like nothing wrong with that. You love the fact that, you know, he's got the ceiling that if he plays his best golf, he can go win. What's changed this year though, is he's starting to rack up the top tens. I believe seven top tens in his last 12 starts, nine top tens overall this season. And so I see Max Homa, like right before our eyes becoming a player with a higher floor and a player with more high-level consistency, and there's nothing wrong with that. I know some people look at it and go, man, he was you know, winning 40% of his top 10 finishes earlier in his career, and now he's only winning 10% of his top 10 finishes. Yeah, but he's finishing in the top 10 a lot more, and so I I do like Max Homa to replicate what he did last week. Wasn't the best Sunday for him. Salvaged it with with an eagle on the par 5 16th hole and wound up uh, finishing up there, so... I will take him for a top 10 once again at plus 190 this week.
2: Yeah, I, I'm, I have to say I was disappointed with Max on Sunday, like you mentioned. Um, he was third leading into the final round in strokes game Teter to green. I thought of anyone that was behind those leaders, he might be the one that might make the run that Cantlay ultimately made. Um, and then he just started hitting it a bit off the, off the map, off the tee early in that round. Uh, I think he'll be hurting from that though. So I think he'll, rebound so look I, I think that's a solid play given that i don't think he'll let that one slide and i know that you know he's basically he's he's one of the locks for the Ryder cup team but he'll want to really really lock it in He'll yeah. want to really make sure that i'm in there and and there's not even any doubt um that you know he's in the top six or or if he's not in there somehow he's right there and can't be discounted so then right I'll, I'll give you my top 10 then to round out this uh this front nine and you mentioned him as the top five tony before I'll say top 10 tony tony finnell plus 280 for a top wow. 10 last time around fifth last time around wasn't very happy with what he did last week but i think that coming back to a place he enjoys i'm still giving faith to what he's done over the season when it comes to tita green and approach his 12th strokes game total still I saw the value there, if you will, there's two eight plus 280 value for a top 10 versus some other guys. Uh, and that's based on faith rather than form. So take that with a grain of salt if you like. Um, but I think that he will be somewhat rested from not contending in the swamp and may be able to turn it around here in Chicago.
1: That one makes a lot of sense. And Ben, I, I mentioned, uh, as we make the turn here, and we'll get to the back nine in just a minute, I mentioned the fact that uh, we've got a new sponsor here. I mentioned the fact that uh, we're both off uh, a trip to Memphis this past week. I can tell you it was only about 137 degrees out in Memphis throughout the week. My skin has definitely taken a beating. So this is the point of the show where we're going to tell you about how to fix that. I I tell you what, I just walked in. I've heard great stuff. But just coming back from Memphis, we've got – uh, this skincare product from caldera lab i 've got a bunch of them right here and man, I cannot wait to see what this can do for me because i yeah you know, i'm telling you i'm i'm beat up i 'm in the sun i'm sunburned I, I I need some help right now so uh, we're gonna do this regimen uh, it's three products the clean slate the base layer, and the good the clean slate is a face wash the base layer is the moisturizer and the good is a serum that we can use at night to reduce visible wrinkles. So, you know, we don't turn into like an old catcher's mitt or something like that. So, <laughs> in any case, uh, you know, I think this is going to be fantastic. And, guys, we can help you out as well. Just for our audience, we have an exclusive offer. Their best offer anywhere. Use links, L I N K S, at calderalab.com. That's C A L D E R A L A B.com for 20% off all of these great products right now. So again, I, as soon as we're done with the pod, I mean, literally, I walked in and I started recording here on the podcast. So I haven't had a chance yet, but I am going to jump right in. I've heard from all our guys back in the office that this is great stuff. And, uh, and we're gonna start using it immediately, immediately. So if you wanna jump in with us, Caldera Lab and uh, check in for 20% off. Moving 20% forward.
2: off, but that's good for you. As you said, you said catches me. It reminds me of the old, It look like Kramer in that old Seinfeld episode where he's smoking too many cigars. And that's, you know, off the end of that big week, as you said in Memphis, Look, we, we, I have to disclose too. Oh, I almost went down for the count in that, in <laughs> during one of the rounds in Memphis. You were very close. Just the, whew, I was struggling. Uh, with that heat index, and I come from heat, but just not that type of heat. I'm a dry heat man from Australia, not from the swamp. Uh, The swamp like Queensland, you know, all the good golfers in Australia come from that Queensland heat where there's a bit more humidity, but I'm a Sydney boy, and it was tough for me to get through, but um, I'm sure that Caldera Lab stuff would fix me right up.
1: And based on how much money you lost at the casino, Benny, we're going to need to (laughs) pay you 30% off. You're you're going to need a little bit better deal. Everyone else gets 20, you're going to need 30 (laughs)
2: <laughs> right stop. we'll
1: see what we can do for you all right uh let's get to the back nine here i'll start up with the 10th hole and i'll go with the guy that has been absolutely on fire in his thursday rounds over his last 10 starts byon hun on has posted seven sub 70 scores has a scoring average of 67.8 in opening rounds during that time I, look the proof is out there uh, this is a guy that I think at, at some point in the not too distant future we're going to be talking about him as a PGA Tour champion. He's won a U.S. Amateur, one on the DP World Tour, one on the Corn Ferry Tour. He's going to win on the PGA Tour before too long. But for now, especially against a big field like this, I may just limit him to single round investments. But it, it makes a whole lot of sense. Forty to one to be first round leader this week,
2: Benny. Stockholm Thunder. Eleventh yeah. hole. I'm going go with Ben Arn. As look, I, I put down two here. I put a long odds first round leader, and I went to my usual chalk uh, scenario as well, rather than take the short odds. As um, this is where I had, uh, if you think Rory is going to keep up his form, this is where I would take him rather than outright after the first round. He get 14, 15 to one. I think for first round lead for Rory, but Ben Arn is my my long shot place. Exactly the reason you said, throwing that he was a international Presidents Cup team member. In 2019 as well made a good good dude a lot of fun um I, I agree he he has the slate to be that that guy that could get off to the hot start um and put up a, a big number for you uh, in the collect there but yeah just back on rory as i said i just i i don't love that he's the outright favorite in some spots um you know i know he played well i know he had a chance but once again A little bit of of it is masked. You know, it took that last whole birdie to make it look like he was close. He really wasn't on Sunday. He he let that one get away as well. So point being, I don't love short odds to begin the week for Rory. Um, So take the first round leader option just in case he does come out of the blocks. If he doesn't, you still like him, you'll get better than the. Seven hundred, seven hundred and fifty, 750 in what I saw in places uh, after the first round.
1: Yeah, I want to get into just for a second. I don't have any of them on my card this week, but the top three players on the board, Rory, Scheffler, and Rom, if I've got to pick one, and I think this is going to play maybe not quite like a mini U.S. Open as it did three years ago, but it's going to be a very difficult golf course, Olympia Fields, this week. And so uh, I want someone who's not hitting the ball wayward off the tee, and that is probably Rory more so than the other two. I want one who's not missing five footers for par when he's got to grind him out. That's going to be Scotty more than the other two. And by the process of elimination, if I must play one of the top three players this week, it's the guy who won here three years ago. John Rahm makes the most sense to me. I know you probably like Rahm. I know you're going to mention him later on when we get to it. (laughs) But Yeah. John John Rahm's a guy that makes a whole lot of sense to me. If you do want to look at the top of the board, I will have a guy like I mentioned uh, who's not too far from those top three as well when we get to the uh, the last couple of holes. But uh, as we get to the, what's this, the 12th hole now, um, I will give you a top 20 play on a guy that was one of the first players I saw when I got on site Tuesday in Memphis. We were just having a nice little conversation. Then in the middle of the conversation, Sahith Thigala goes, I got to start playing some good golf. I don't know, what's it like? <laughs> I need to start playing good golf soon. And I'm like, yeah, that'd be great. And he's like, all right, it's happening. It's going to happen this week. And it was better. I, I don't know if it was exactly what he wanted, but a share of 13th place in Memphis for Sahith Figala. And I think he's going to start getting rolling a little bit. I think a, a more difficult setup should suit him better. I've got Sahith for a top 20. And again, you're not going to find a whole lot of good top 20 numbers, but plus 130 for a top 20 in a 50-man field feels really nice this week.
2: Yeah, he's one of the bubble boys too, so he's going to be motivated to continue playing yes. well. I think this this has been something to watch over the last few weeks, and I've mentioned it a few times in different places in previews, but that I was on Hideki for top 20 last week because of that, because that's what he needed. Uh, we were on Cam Davis both weeks because that's what he needed. Uh, I think when you look at the guys that are on the bubble and they have a number in mind that they know they need, you've got to decide, are they going to be a guy that steps up to the challenge? Or are they going to be someone who lets that challenge get them? We did see a few of those last week. But I think that Sahithi Gala is the type that would stand up to the challenge. So I like that play. Uh, I know that he will be motivated right through Sunday. Other guys who will feel like, you know, that are between 40 and 50 in the the FedEx Cup. If they're not playing well come Sunday, they're probably not going to be striving to finish this thing off. uh, Whereas he will be no matter where he sits on the leaderboard. So I like that. Um Speaking of the guys, though, that are further down the list, I just look for value in the top 20. So what are we going to 13th hole? I found a plus 190. Uh Again, I'm not advocating huge investment here, but the last time we played here, he was the number one putter. He led the field in stroke game putting on this course. He knows how to play well on this course and on these greens. He was only, he was T43 last week, didn't show a lot, but in sections where i actually was watching him he was draining putts and then had a few way with things every now and then so but i just again going to this value 190 brendan todd t8 last time that we were there brendan todd can put the dots off it he needs a big week he needs better than top 20. i'm not prepared to put him higher than top 20. uh but you can get a little value there that he might get get on you know get get on fire on these greens like he did three years ago
1: you know it's it's funny you mention him benny because I was looking at strokes gained off the tee from the 50 players in this week's field, because we talk about this being a first shot golf course. And I'll get to the 14th hole here. The second worst in strokes gained off the tee He's very straight, (laughs) but not very far. That's why this hurts is Brendan Todd, but the guy right behind him 176th for the season strokes gained off the tee. And quite frankly, I'm going to have to do some math and look around and dig. I'm not quite sure how Andrew Putnam has snuck into this field. (laughs) It doesn't feel like he's played a ton of great golf uh, as opposed to the other 49 players who I can kind of pinpoint and go, Yeah, well, that makes sense because he did this and he did that. Doesn't really feel like Andrew Putnam necessarily belongs. More power to him. I'm sure he does. He didn't, you know, try to change anything, you know, didn't change the math or anything like that. But at 176th and strokes gained off the tee, I I don't have a place to fade him yet. I have not found, uh, yet, still early on Monday a matchup where we can fade putnam uh he's not in player finishing position bets yet at uh bet 365 that said if you find a place to fade putnam or maybe it's just a don't play putnam uh, he's a guy that doesn't drive it great i want good drivers of the golf ball this week he ain't it he's not on my card
2: yeah and look you, you could take that with the guy i just mentioned as i said i'm not i'm not advocating house i'm just saying if you're looking for something quirky on a guy with a good plus number for a top 20 you can ride brendan todd's hot putter but he'll need to play better off the tee than he did he will it's simple as that um but he he led the field as i said three years ago he putted lights out on these greens if you can recreate even some of that he could sneak into the top 20 he was t8 last time so we'll see
1: all right 15th hole for you
2: so that was your your 14th was the fade yes okay well let's go to my matchup bet here then on 15th hole I wanted to find a place for my man. He's done brilliant the last uh, couple of weeks. Cam Davis, I'm going to get you at plus 300 to beat just four other players uh, rather than having him. Look, I don't know if he can... He's going to need sort of what he... He was T6 last week. He's going to need similar again this week to have a chance to get through to Eastlake. He's really he's already hit the mark that he probably really, really um, needed, which is to get into all those signature series events for next year. The only carrot that getting even further would be would be the majors, but he finished high at the PGA, so he was going back there. Um, you know, I expect these world ranking will keep him in the Masters, etc. It's not as big of a carrot as it might be for some others. I do think he'll keep his form up, though. Plus 300 to beat Siwoo Kim, Emiliano Grio, Taylor Moore, and I think it was Cole. Um, yeah. You know, guys that are playing okay, but I think Cam Davis can ride his form a little longer and, and beat those four players for plus 300.
1: All right. 16th all. When you said you were going to go with your guy right there, I thought you were talking about the other Aussie who's in the field <laughs> this week. He you tried me talking me dead into dead it last week, Benny, and I just I couldn't get down with it, and I'm glad I didn't listen to you. Yeah.
2: Let me say, he saw me afterwards. I saw him on Sunday afterwards, and he knew that I'd picked him. We, talked, we had a bit of a chat about it earlier in the week. He was feeling confident, but when he saw me as he came off the, the course on Sunday, he looked at me then He said, Benny, don't pick me again. You're a jinx. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, I might like him, but I'm I'll give him a week off. I actually think I actually do like him this week better than I did last week. That says something. But I'd, uh, but I'm going to stay off him and see if the jinx is real. Uh, so we'll see we're, how we go.
1: We're speaking, of course, about Jason Day, uh, fellow Australian with Benny. And uh, I am fading Day in a matchup this week. I'm taking Tom Kim and his rolled-up pant legs over Jason Day <laughs> at minus one twenty this week. Uh, look, I, I think Kim's on the verge of playing some very, very good golf very soon. Watched him out there in Memphis at TPC Southwind a little bit. I, I just – I like his game. When he's got everything moving, boy, it, he is tough to beat out there. He is a competitor. And so I will take Tom Kim uh, as the favorite in a matchup over Jason Day this week.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if – you know, I mentioned that there might be a playoff this week if it was Sanjay Im and Tom Kim. You know, like those two guys <laughs> are definitely building – uh, towards something, so um, I'd never like going against my man Jase, uh, but you know maybe I can maybe we can talk about that one next week when Jace is in the top five. Uh, and it was the week I didn't get on him, and the jinx must be real if that's the case. Oh, we're there, we're at the end, right? We're at my 17th hole. You want yep. my number one pick? All right, here we go. Well, you sort of teased it a little bit, but yeah, look, I, historically we start to get to the chalk. When it comes to this championship, they start to really ride their momentum as they head towards what they want to do at the Tour Championship. Uh, and this guy is a little rested from Swampland USA last week. He didn't play well, but I think he'll start his moving momentum now. And that is that one member of the big three, you talked about John Rahm, I think at nine to one, uh, you know, an outsider as opposed to Rory. I think you're getting quote unquote, a little value there. He's The defending champ of this venue. His only bogey on the weekend during the, it was super tough was when he picked his ball up without marking it. I don't know if you remember that. He no. literally he got a penalty uh, on that weekend. Was the only bogey he had. He literally just had a brain melt early in his round on Saturday, I believe it was. Forgot to put the coin down and picked up the ball on the green and got a penalty for doing so. It was that's what in the end put him in a playoff. He would have won it outright. I other don't than that. Remember that. that. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was. It was one of the all-time great brain melts in golf. Um, And so, you know, he he did talk about when he finally won, part of the relief and part of his emotion was he would have hated to be thinking about that for the rest of his life, that he let one get away by just randomly picking up his ball on the green before putting the coin down. Um, But yeah, look, he's third in strokes going tee to green. He, as you said, he was a little wayward off the tee, but I think he can rein that in somewhat. I'm sure he'll spend a little bit of extra time tomorrow on the range, just, getting that driver going. I think he'll do better out of the swamp. Uh, He won't have that, the heat and reasons for him to have any problem. He's got all the good buys from being there before. Um, So yeah, I do think that we're going to have some cream rise. Uh, I like uh, John Rahm as my number one, just by a fraction. And can't lay who I mentioned earlier in the show.
1: And I'm going to mention him in a second as well, as we get to the 18th hole. One more reminder, the links and locks podcast is proudly presented by bet 365 The world's favorite sports book brand. Sign up with promo code ACTION to get Bet365's exclusive sign-up offer. Bet $1 on any game. Get $200 in bonus bets. Must be 21 or older. Offer available in Colorado, New Jersey, Ohio, Virginia, and Iowa in the U.S. Gambling problem? Call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. And yes, we get to the 18th hole. My favorite outright play. I would love to give you a long shot. I know we've had four straight. I just don't see it happening. Instead, I'm going with the guy who's the two-time defending champion. He won the BMW in Maryland. He won the BMW in Delaware. He could have won the FedEx St. Jude last <laughs> week, except he put one in the water on the first playoff hole. But I do think that instead of being the beginning to some end for Patrick Cantlay, it felt like he's on the verge of doing bigger and better things. Uh, and I do think Patrick Cantley is going to start playing some really good golf. I actually mentioned him on the pod last week. Benny, you had travel troubles. I played nine holes by myself on the pod last week. And the first hole was Patrick Cantlay, 16 to one for FedEx Cup champion. That number has shortened up a yes. lot now that he has moved way up the board. And I still like him. And I'm still holding on to that 16 to one ticket because I think Cantlay makes a lot of sense. I know that some players uh, may be losing a playoff the way he did, and you, you want to fade him for a couple of weeks. I think Cantlay, like I said, He's just about to step on the gas pedal. I never felt like he played his best golf this past week. He's got better stuff in him. If he plays a little bit better than he did last week, he wins golf tournaments. And I think that's coming. Maybe not just this week, maybe next week as well. So this has been the links and locks best bets podcast presented by bet365. Remember you can find us every single week during the PGA tour season and everywhere. You find your favorite podcast, download, subscribe, rate, and listen every single week. For Ben Everell, I'm Jason Sobel. Good luck with all of your bets for this week's BMW Championship. Here's hoping you hit the green.
0: Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.